Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Today's episode of Filmmaking Stuff is sponsored by Filmmaking Stuff HQ. If you're looking for the premiere filmmaking training membership, check out Filmmaking Stuff HQ. It's geared towards serious entrepreneurial filmmakers who are looking to take their career to the next level. If that's you, check out Filmmaking Stuff HQ. Okay, let's hop into today's show. I want to talk to you a little bit, and this is the ongoing series. Is a, Please listen to my previous podcast, but in short, I'm going through a period of growth to where I'm living right now in an area of uncertainty, and I thought that just out of my obligation to continually help you level up your career, um, it would do us no good if I kept all this stuff to myself. So I'm going to, uh, for this episode and some continuing episodes, uh, really reflect on some of the challenges that I'm going through in the hopes that we can both learn together and I can serve as an inspiration for you to frankly avoid some of my mistakes um, so that you can really accelerate your career. So today I want to go back to that uh, really popular topic of money and whether or not you agree with me, money is important. It's usually the people that say that money's not important that don't really have a whole lot of money. And why do I bring this up? Why is, why, you know, why is this a necessary point of conversation for an independent filmmaker? Well, here's the deal. If you want to pursue independent filmmaking, I can't think of anything that's more challenging from a career perspective. Uh, you're going to be met with a lot of rejection. Um, you're going to be met with a lot of challenges. You're going to have to raise some money. Uh, you're going to have to you know, knock on some doors. You're going to have to ask people for things and favors. And there are a lot of moving parts to all of this. And those moving parts become a lot more tolerable, a lot more manageable um, if you have some money in the bank. So that's why money is kind of important because you want to pay your bills. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people out here and I've heard of them in Los Angeles that move out here to pursue the motion picture industry and they decide that they're going to save some money so that they live in their car. They buy an LA fitness membership for like 30 bucks a month and they do some dumpster diving for food. Uh, they, and then they use the LA Fitness membership so that they can work out and take showers. Now, look, if you want to live in your car and do dumpster diving for food and, and take your showers at LA Fitness, uh, well, first of all, if you are doing that, I want to have you on my show because I'd, I'd love to talk to you. But um, that, that's just not a standard that I want for myself. And I assume you probably don't want that for you or your family either. So let's take that one off the table. In order for you to have a standard of comfort, you're going to need to have some money in the bank, whether or not you like the subject of money or not doesn't matter. You're still going to need to have it. So let's talk about that for a second. If you want to pursue motion pictures, there's two ways to go. There's many ways to go about it. But the two ways I want to focus on is you can work from the ground up and you can continually produce your own projects or maybe you go try to work for a studio or do all of these things so that someday maybe you become that person that gets that opportunity so that you can live happily ever after. Right. And, and that can happen. Um, but I think that's a really, really long path to success. And then my question to you is, what are you doing in the meantime uh, to put food on the table? So here's my suggestion for right now. I got this buddy. I'm not going to mention his names, but I've worked with him on, on and off. He's a USC grad, and he owns a production company over in Hawaii. And one of the things that he has with the production company is he has some really cool opportunities to make commercials for big brands that you've probably heard of. And in doing those commercials, that's really the bread and butter of his business. That's the way that he keeps the lights on. But it also keeps him strong and active 
um, and sharp as it relates to motion pictures because when you're making commercials, you can make a lot of commercials in a short amount of time and you can get paid a lot of money for producing those commercials if you have the right types of clients. So this is just one example, but what he's able to do because you know he's built a really lucrative business is he's able then in between you know all the commercials or when he gets sick of making commercials he's able to self-fund his own uh, mid you know mid-budget motion pictures and i mean that's a pretty cool place to be to where you're still doing productions all the time if that's what you love to do but at the same time you're able to go out and make your own projects uh, early on in my career, I, I met, I've met several people that do exactly this. I, I mean, I even started, I started doing corporate videos. That was one of my first gigs. And that production company I worked for uh, is a pretty lucrative production company. And you're still doing the same things. You're still using cameras. You're still getting actors. You're still setting up lights. I mean, it's a heck of a good way to keep yourself in motion in production. Um, the other one that, that I talk about that a lot of people don't you know, a lot of people say that it's not that cool, but I still think it's cool. Back when my wife and I got married, we met with several different videographers that were going to come and do our wedding video. And you might say, oh, Jason, I'm not doing wedding videos. Wedding videos are not cool. Well, look, uh, you might say that and that's not for you. But for those of you that might be interested, there's a lot of money. My voice just cracked and that sounded ridiculous. But there's a lot of money to be made in wedding videos. So anyway, I'm just sharing these three ideas with you because if you're like a lot of filmmakers, you probably got a closet full of equipment and you're not doing a whole lot with it. So why don't you go make some wedding videos, make some music videos, go do something to get out and keep yourself sharp. And here's the other thing too. Um, one of the one of the success strategies I learned really on early on when we're talking about money, and, and this comes from a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I highly recommend you read. Um, but in Rich Dad Poor Dad, the author Robert Kiyosaki talks about the difference between an asset and a liability. And I'm going to paraphrase this because I really want you to read that book um, because that that book's going to help you. And, and I'll tie this whole conversation up with why this matters at the end. Um, but the difference between an asset and a liability is simply this: an asset is anything that puts money in your pocket and a liability is anything that takes money out of your pocket. So I want you to think about everything that you think is an asset. Is it putting money in your pocket or is it taking money out of your pocket? Um, and if you want more information on that philosophy, uh, please read Rich Dad Poor Dad. But let me tie this all up with you so that we can bring it back to filmmaking and let me express why it's vitally important that you become serious and about your money and you become an excellent money manager even if you only have five dollars to your name everybody that you're going to meet in this industry that you're trying to raise money from these high net worth individuals every one of those people manage their money in a very superb way and so what you need to do is become very financially intelligent, at least to some degree, so that when you're having conversations with a prospective high net worth individual, or frankly, to even recognize a high net worth individual, you need to know a thing or two about money. So um, one, uh, just to recap, making money doesn't mean that you have to make all of it, making you know, feature films or television shows all the time. You can, you can make commercials, you can make corporate videos, you can make wedding videos. And then secondly, learning a thing or two about money is going to help you get in a right frame of mind so that when you talk with prospective investors, you're going to be speaking their language and you're going to be able to interpret um, 
the types of things in the motion picture industry that help them see your project as a good investment. So anyway, hopefully this is helpful to you today. Oh, and I almost forgot. Back when I was saying if you have a closet full of filmmaking gear and you're not doing anything with it, um, then that's a liability. It's taking money out of your pocket. Can't you rent it out and make it an asset? What would it take for you to rent out your, your gear and actually make money on the gear that you've already invested in? Anyway, that's some food for thought. Hopefully it's helpful. Always hit me up, Jason at Filmmaking Stuff. And until then, uh, please, by all means, uh, don't just sit around. Go and take some action. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now. 